to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build products and recover from burnout. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we figure things out. Today is March 23rd, and I'm feeling productive. This is episode number 83, and I am feeling energized. <laughs> you don't sound energized. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. This is episode number 83. I'm feeling energized. Uh, yeah, much better. Character. <laughs> I, internally, I feel energized. Um, I guess externally, I'm still... Uh, <laughs> it's still early for you, right? It's, I mean, It is, yeah. And I, I just had a... Uh, well, I can just launch right in, I guess, because I just got off a, a call. Um. With uh, with my contacts at at Lego because there's this whole other project that they want to work with me on and spin up and it's just it's the coolest. I'm just so so excited. It's really really great. I, I honestly am. I mean, that's super awesome. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't mean the first project is over already, or is it? Just we're we're wrapping more? it up. Yeah, we're wrapping it up, and they're. I'm I'm delighted because they have just been completely thrilled by how it's gone so we've got i think probably you know another week or two weeks of of work to to finalize it they basically want to schedule another one to start right afterward um that's awesome nice congratulations thanks thanks it's what's really great about it is that um you know this this next one it has much more to do very specifically towards um et, you know education and curriculum and tutoring and things that you know parents and teachers and tutors are looking for um and 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 all of that and how can you know how can lego use its expertise you know to uh, to feed into that um and it's just it's just so great i mean i think i've mentioned here before i right out of college i was a I was a teacher for five years um, and I've been listening to all these amazing talks about gaming and the interaction between gaming and learning and mental health, all this really great stuff. And now this, this project with Lego is specifically about, you know, uh, better, better education through games. Um, And I mean, I was just like, just over overwhelmed and just so so excited on the call more excited in that call than than my tone of voice right now i I assure you um (laughs) (laughs) that's i think maybe that's why my my uh my introversion is is bringing me down it's because i've already exuded uh 45 (laughs) minutes worth of uh of excitement but anyway yeah it's it's just it's it's really really cool um all these you know different interests kind of coming together on this work project it's yeah, that it's sounds really, super cool. It's really exciting. It's really exciting. Also, I'm happy. I mean, you you talked about this a little bit last week or the week before. So I'm just overall, I'm happy that the project went so smooth. Like, yeah. it sounded a bit yeah. worried at the beginning, like, of like a uh, big enterprise client and uh, imposter syndrome maybe kicking yeah. in a little bit. And it sounds it's like it was cool. all, all for nothing in a way. Yeah. Like, uh, no yeah. need to worry. It went smooth and they're hiring you for a second project. That's yeah, right. the best, right. best right. confirmation that they're happy with with your work. So, congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, I've I feel the exact same way. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just super anxious and nervous about it because of the 
the performance aspect and like you kind of only get one chance to get it right with these, you know, with people that you're not going to be working with, um, you know, on an ongoing basis. So I'm just, I'm just super, super thrilled. Um, really, really excited. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So let me, let me, I'll just kind of say, um, yeah. So I've been listening to, uh, these really great talks. There's this, uh, there's a woman, uh, Dr. Jane McGonigal, M-C-G-O-N-I-G-A-L. I'll link to it in the notes. Um, but she has, what are you laughing about? Professor McGonigal? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Dr. McGonigal, or if you prefer Professor McGonigal. Um, but she has this amazing Ted talk, uh, like about how games can make the world a better place. Um, Shane Parrish on the knowledge project awesome interview with her and then she was on this other project or other podcast called ologies talking about ludology which is the the study of games um and so yeah if you're if any if any of that is interesting you're on a a run or or on going to the gym or washing dishes or whatever um throw throw one of those on um i would recommend the ted talk first but um yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that stuff as I've been, you know, packing the house, um, you know, readying the 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 trailer because um, we we head out in sixty eight days. Well, sixty nine from when we're recording this, sixty eight from from when it will publish. That's not a lot of time. Yeah, it's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is your what's your anxiety level about this right now? It's actually quite low. Um, which I have to say is very comforting and and a little surprising just because of how much we have to do. We have a lot to do. We basically have to move out of our house at the same time that we're learning all these things about living in a, you know, living in a trailer, um, you know, How's electricity, electricity, plumbing, sewage, you know, what's an amp? <laughs> like, I feel like I have learned, <laughs> learned and forgotten the difference between volts, watts, and amps like 17 different times. So those things true, become true. very important when, you know, you're, you know, living in a, living in a portable house, basically. Um, but it, it feels like, it feels like a fun adventure and not, uh, yeah, yeah, I can say for sure. Six months ago, I would have just felt completely beat down and overwhelmed by this, and it's it's just all mindset and and capability capa- capacity rather than capability. So, yeah, thanks for asking. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild and weird, but you know, you only live once. So, I mean, out. it's part it's kind of the point of this, right? Yes, to do something. Yes. New, uh, mm-hmm. exciting. Don't mm-hmm. really know what to expect. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess that's the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm looking so forward to like recording the first episode of this with you on the road. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Me. Me too. Me too. I gotta. Um, I gotta. I, I do need to finish getting some. I need to order my. Uh. Uh, some some wife some wireless hardware um, to kind of beef up uh, beef up how I'll be getting internet and um, I think it'll be so much fun to be recording this from wherever yeah yeah, yeah 
Cool. I kind of kind of want to see you with a like a uh, beach background, a woods background, like mountain yes. background, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There will there will be be a couple a uh, couple of those. It's, I was also thinking it's going to be it'll be even. Uh, I'm going to get some time, get a couple time zone benefits for the first half of the year. I'll be in Eastern time zone, um, pretty much from June until November, December. So. That'll be, that'll be handy. Um, yeah, yeah. By the That's, by the way, are you um, like are you uh, basically matching your route to uh, the seasons? Like we'll be in the south in winter and stuff like yes. that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we are. I mean, we're so we're in Colorado, and we will be going. You know, uh, getting to Maine. Uh, Acadia National Park area, Bar Harbor, Maine, as fast as we can, so that we're basically <laughs> starting in the Northeast in June, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then we will slowly make our way down the East Coast uh, and land in Florida, you know, in November, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, do you know do the opposite? We'll so we'll be in Florida in November. Then we'll hop over to to Texas for Christmas and New Year's, and then continue across the southwest of the states, uh, January February, and then up California, Oregon, and Washington. So nice. And then home in summer of twenty twenty two, which is just around the corner. It's no big deal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Looking back at the last year, time flies for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. It, well, overall, it flies. Um, Every know, day yeah, feels yeah. like super long. But <laughs> uh -huh. hey, uh, spe speaking of that, I got my first vaccine shot yesterday. Woohoo! Yeah. Yes. How, so, how are you feeling? Uh, my my arm is my arm is sore, but I I feel perfectly fine. Yeah. Which one did you get? Pfizer. So two. It'll be okay. two shots. Um, one yesterday and then another one in three weeks. So, um, so with, with Pfizer, I heard like you feel like crap after the second one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I need to put on my calendar to just take the day off. Um, the the two days off rather. Um, yeah. So in Colorado, we're at phase phase one B four or something like that. But mm -hmm. if you have one additional condition and moderate asthma is one of them, mm -hmm. um, you're eligible. And I was I. You know, as soon as Laura saw that, she was like, "Hey, I'm signing you up right now." Um, yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Asthma finally, finally paying off for something. Like <laughs> so, it's good for something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to 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 tell you that uh, Europe or Germany got their act together and are vaccinating with AstraZeneca again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm kind of relieved by that. Only like a five day break. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're turning the, it feel, it truly feels like we're turning the corner on this thing. So. Yeah. yeah I am not, well, around here, I'm not quite sure about that, but uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe there's not turning hope. the corner. But there's, <laughs> yeah. There's, there is, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's yeah. some light somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe we get there in time <laughs> oh good gravy um let's see oh so we so so uh back to updates and the so on, on the board game side uh graham and i uh had a 
three-player playtest last night with one of our friends. Um, went great. Uh, flowed. It was it was much more compact the game, which is what we've been shooting for is mm-hmm. reducing the the play time. Um, and to 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 both of us, or to all three of us, it felt it felt a lot more compact. Um, and so pretty much, I would we're we're ready for to open it back up for for managed play tests where we're there, and blind play tests where people just read the rule book and go to the tabletopia uh, tabletopia game. So that that feels that feels pretty good. I'm feeling this. Uh, what's the like? Just struggle around. We just need a better way to automate gathering the play test feedback. So that we mm-hmm. don't have to be so involved in the process. It's so I'm there's the, the the struggle or the tension is okay, well, I mean, is it because this is one of those do things that don't scale, you know, situation? Be on every one, collect all of the feedback qualitatively, you know, that's where it is. Or is it well, yeah, if, if we just need a process to say if you want to play you know, do this thing, then you will receive a link. And please, when you finish, fill out this survey. And then, you know, do, do we want to, do we want to care about all that stuff? And, and I, I, you know, I think, I think I'm feeling it just because I have like a thousand plates, you know, spinning around right now that I want to keep this moving. I don't want to drop it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I also know that I can't, you know, I can't do more than like one play test a week, probably realistically. Or, yeah very important things will start to suffer that I, that I can't afford to let suffer right now. Yeah. What do you think? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, don't overdo it in a way. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. it's just still yeah. supposed to be fun. And yes. Yeah. It still is. That's all, yeah. I mean, yeah. putting more process on top of it, in a way makes sense but also like is it worth like figuring all of this out setting up i mean you could there's potentially a software product in there right i mean <laughs> if you want to go to the extreme so i, I don't know yeah sounds like a spreadsheet probably does the trick i don't know yeah yeah Trello I mean, board. It, it could, it, <laughs> right. Yes. I think, I mean, it, it basically at, at this point, it's just, it's a conversation between Graham and I of, Hey dude, what's your, what's your week look like? Okay, cool. Can you run that? And Hey, I yeah. won't be able to get to that until, um, and so that's, that's how it works. But there's just like this feeling of, ah, you know, if we just said, go here, fill out this form, you'll get a link. And then when you're done, you'll get another link, fill that out. Cool. Great. And but I just think we would we would miss out on really valuable insights because people don't want to go and fill out a survey necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Well, yeah. I guess doing it manual, like do things that don't scale. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think so. I, I think that's the stage you're at. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. Still a long way to go to like board game empire. <laughs> <laughs> Good title for a board game. Um, yeah, right. Board game yeah. tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Um, felt felt good to make a little bit of progress on the board game. Consulting work is has n- probably never been better. Is that true? 
that might be true um <laughs> which which is wild uh and just keeping things moving on the uh on the year on the road project got my vaccine man like so many things yeah Epic. sounds like a highlight week for you nice. like so many nice. so many upsides <laughs> nice. nice what about you man how's everything going yeah um things are going going fine overall um Jane was on vacation last week, so it was, I was probably on my my own, like uh, manning the support inbox and like mm -hmm. working on products mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but it was fine; like it wasn't it wasn't too overwhelming. Well, it wasn't overwhelming at all, to be honest. Uh, just uh, checking along. Uh, we finally launched uh, new user profiles and the new company profiles. So I was able to to finish that up last week. Did some testing. Um, rolled it out, I think, on Thursday, and Launched it looks like everyone. Yeah, rolled out to everyone. Um, the like the company's feature in particular is still behind the feature flag, but it automatically enables itself as soon as you start sending company data in into the system. Great. I also switched to Flipper, uh, John John Dunmaker's, uh mm -hmm. <laughs> gem for this uh, yeah. last week or the week before. Um, well, yeah, like that's that. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, all the refactorings I did on the UI are in place now, and so far it looks like I only broke one thing. <laughs> that someone reached out uh, reached yeah. out about uh, uh, I think on Monday, and it was like easy to fix. I basically just forgot to nice. to to wire up a button, so it wasn't doing anything anymore. Um, so yeah. not the end of the world and yeah. was able to fix it within a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, other than that, I also did some maintenance on like before deploying this, um, like our uh, like our UI, like front end code base um, is a single page application. So it's built with the JavaScript tooling and stuff like that. And over the last couple of weeks, like it got super slow, like just like installing dependencies took forever. Like on the CI server, it sometimes didn't didn't even finish. Like sometimes the mm -hmm. CI server would just like kill the job because we're like, oh, I didn't do like yeah. some stuff for like more than ten minutes. It's probably dead. <laughs> and um, also, like in in the local dev setup, like the builds would just take forever. And um, so I tried to clean this up, and I found a tool called Yarn Deduplicate. Um, which does something that I assumed Yarn would do out of the box, like Yarn's the the, the build tool that or yeah. the dependency management tool I'm using. And what it does is just like makes sure that you're only installing one version of every de dependency versus like oh multiple dependencies depending on whatever sub dependency required. Like yeah. this thing. You so what think it would do that? By yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what has been happening over the last couple, well, months or even years, was that it would inst would install this, like the same dependency but multiple versions and mm -hmm. never like consolidate them into one. Okay. So now when I was installing dependencies, I'm just like pulling this one file and mm -hmm. like unzipping it and like storing it on your disk. It would like for every dependency like download like five versions and. <laughs> Yeah. unpack them all and yeah like that slowed down everything and just by running that tool that basically looks up compatible versions and then 
yeah. settles on one yeah. and that's beat up things by a lot like our our builds now run in half the time than they used to <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a relief <laughs> that sounds better yeah uh and it feels so it, like it much manages, more manageable now so so you could you could still have multiple versions of a dependency installed if one package requires you know 1.5 of a subdependency in another package doesn't work with 1.5 it can only go up to 1.3 then you could still have multiple versions of a of a dependency installed but it just makes sure that you don't have multiple versions of compatible versions installed i think that's what Is it that, does i'm not a hundred percent sure like i can i can say that I ran the like I, I I did run the tool and nothing broke afterwards. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, so whatever so it resolved the, the versions to, <laughs> it seems to be fine. <laughs> so yeah, I'd consider it a win. Um, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, and what's it called? Yarn deduplicate. Yeah, yarn deduplicate. <laughs> and apparently, like the new version of yarn does this out of the box. Okay. But like like yarn two, but yarn two isn't fully compatible with everything else, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the usual the usual uh, problems with uh, yeah JavaScript dependencies. Uh, nothing nothing ever works like you expect it to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a lot better, and I'm happy about that. And it's it's pushed live. We also had a call with Jane yesterday and talked about. Um, launching this company's feature and we set on a mm -hmm. launch date um we settled on april 6th so two weeks from today um sounds li like we, we still have a long to-do list of like updating the website like uh, preparing assets recording videos doing screenshots okay. yeah uh, like yeah. a ton of stuff uh writing documentation um and all of that but we're confident that we could probably pull this off in the next two weeks um and then we launch it on april 6th and um yeah because of our last major launch of a thing uh in i think it was in may last year uh, where we launched in-app messages and yeah long time hunt. yeah long time listeners probably remember that this was a disaster because we just like tried to basically just launched on product hunt and nothing else um and then it didn't pick up and it was basically a flop <laughs> um so we this time we decided to do a like launch of the thing to our mailing list onto our like on our website on april 6th and mm -hmm. then do a separate launch on product hunt the day after um great like there's the there's the side effect that we, we have to basically ask people to like tweet about it and stuff like that on, on day one and then ask them to upvote the day after. But yeah, hopes are yeah. that, uh, yeah, enough people will do this uh, to to make it work out. And uh, yeah. this way we hopefully don't waste, like if product hunt doesn't work out, we, we haven't wasted all of the, the launch potential of this. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Sounds we like see how this goes and, uh, yeah, and I will report back in, in two weeks or so or later than that if you don't make well, it in time <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. right well yeah fingers um, crossed so. 
good luck to you. Hope it goes well. That's the plan for now. I also last week, um, basically as a side project, um, I was working on. Like I, I mentioned that I'm I'm using Open API to mm-hmm. write a spec for our push API. Yep. And last end of last week, I spent a day um, basically trying to use that spec to generate documentation. And as I said, like the like all the generated tools that I found are kind of clunky and not so nice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think I will go with a hybrid approach of like um, just writing a bit bit of markdown for like the yeah proper copy like like intro and how authentication yeah. works and how error error handling works and then. As we're using a static site generator, I'm probably just like building small like methods that just read the spec and then print out a table of like all attributes for a yeah. given payload and stuff like that. Yeah. And that hybrid approach seems to be working quite well. Like I, the, the experiments I did last week are kind of mm-hmm. nice and promising. And um, I'll continue working on this this week. Um, still, is kind of a side project because it feels like it shouldn't be. The, top priority but if we if we can make this work it would be nice for the future to just be able to quickly update the api documentation and possibly even the tests and sync or something like that so i'm kind of i'm kind of excited if this works out it will be it will be useful so so just so so i understand right you're within the within your api within the controller that has multiple methods then you're you would have you have some sort of script that's going to you know hit that uh and and generate all of the potential methods within that piece of the API and then d- the descriptions that it would print out um on the user facing documentation are those comments within the method or you would do, do, do you know what I'm saying like do yeah, you, yeah. You, okay, yeah so we like that's the more advanced setup that I haven't gotten this far yet. Okay. Um, okay. So right now I'm basically writing the the spec by hand in a YAML file, mm-hmm. um, and then using that to generate the documentation. But you're right; like in theory, we could also like there's some tooling out there that I still have to check out to automatically generate the specs from the code. And yes. I feel like that that's like yes. that's like the next step. Like if this if this works well enough, then it's probably worth investing some time to auto generate it from the code or even honestly, I almost prefer generating the spec from the, from the tests because it then like makes sure it works as intended and not, it's not like if you generate it from the code and the controllers, the, the documentation is probably more accurate, (laughs) but it's not necessarily (laughs) How you want it to be? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you would ge- I, most most ideal situation is you would uh, generate the spec from the test and then the docs from the spec. Yeah, that that yeah. sounds like it would be my dream setup. Um, yeah, but then again, it works well enough right now, so I shouldn't invest too much into this <laughs> into this tooling setup. But um, I mean, I. I I hope it's okay to do this as a side, a small side project to to get our tooling better on that part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the plan there, and um, yeah, like all right, I'm browsing Stripe's documentation a lot because oh, I still think yeah. they're like super awesome, just the best. I mean, <laughs> the yeah, 
just and they uh, also they right. also publish they also publish an open APA spec. Like there mm-hmm. is a I think it's a two megabytes file of like outline of all the API endpoints, but I have a feeling they are not using that to generate the API uh, API documentation, but th- it looks like they have some internal tooling to generate both the spec and the uh, documentation. I don't mm-hmm. think it's quite the mm-hmm. same setup that I'm striving for, but yeah. still, like their documentation is still, still pretty great. Yeah, the, I mean, their, their documentation is the best in class. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. definitely in the it's whatever top top yeah. 10 or whatever. Um, and I don't ask you, sorry, go ahead. I'm not aiming like to be like as good as Stripe because like it feels like that's that's out of my league right now and out of our budget and like there's better things to spend our time and money on. But I want it to be a lot better than it is right now. And if it can be slightly better than most of our competitors, then I think that's yeah. a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like w- not sure if I talked about this last year, uh, last uh, last week. Um, while we have documentation right now, I feel like it's not good in terms of being a documentation for developers because it's very like it has a lot of descriptions, a lot of like text, but not enough okay. tables and like quickly scannable stuff. Yes. Okay. And I have a feeling this is like with stuff code, like this. Code examples for the multiple libraries or multiple languages you support that sort of thing or just yeah that sort of thing but also of all of the like options. Yeah. less text and more like uh, uh, short notes and short snippets and like tables yes. and lists yes. and stuff like that because I feel like while we have like a super comprehensive documentation in terms of it tells you most of the things or almost everything that the API does you have to properly read it to get all of it yeah. whereas like a more like um, API documentation, more generated type of thing, you can scan that more quickly and like yep. get yep. look at the list of properties and yep. look for this yes. one keyword you're interested yep. in it and so search search the page for a particular yeah you know, yeah or just like s- see everything at one glance basically and yeah I don't like right now our documentation doesn't do that and I think just generating something like that or whatever, like however we generate this or come mm-hmm. up with this, I think we should have like more developer-friendly documentation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hopeful that this will work. And also I hope that this will make integrations easier, like people starting like integrating the code because yes. like a couple of weeks ago, we got a request by like one of our trialing customers um, and they basically forwarded an email from their developer uh, with estimates and quotes on how long this will take to integrate. And it was like, I, I've been reading this oh. and I was like, whoa, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're estimating how long to do this. <laughs> and I mean, there's probably a lot of factors that play into this. Um, I mean, I don't know, know nothing about like how skilled this developer is, is are, how familiar are they with the code base? Like what's yeah. the relationship between the developer and the, uh, and the customer, like maybe they are like they know that they will have to change it three times, so they're quoting three times the actual time they estimate and stuff like that. Right. So it seemed like it seemed awfully high, but okay. um yeah. 
that got me to, thinking. To you, that to you, it seemed it did seem high. Yeah, but it, it wasn't you know a, 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 launching from a different planet type of unreasonable. Like there was something insightful about it that you're like, ooh, okay, this is a this is an obstacle. <laughs> yeah, to, to for for adoption, and there's an opportunity for us to yeah to solve for it. Yeah, I was hope like my hope is that with like improving the documentation that those estimates will go down a bit, like mm-hmm. just because it's more obvious how th- this is supposed to work and like what yeah. what's needed and maybe like just having more examples. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it seemed overly high, but as I said, like it's hard to judge. And one thing is probably that we we are not doing a good job of like outlining what exactly needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that, I mean, it's that just improving improving this will cut down objections on that front. I I hope so. T- totally. I mean, it sounds like that that email just is a line by line checklist <laughs> of how to overcome objections. <laughs> it, you know, yeah, in a way, <laughs> could be an incredible resource there. And also, like the customer was in contact with them today, and it sounds like. Their developers almost done with everything. Um, they had some more questions and clarifications, um, but I asked for the final, like the final numbers on how long it yeah. did it actually take because right. it seemed, as I said, like it seemed super high. And like my mm-hmm. gut feeling, like from how far they've gotten in the meantime, I don't think they spent that much time on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we see. Oh, good. Um, they were just being a responsible developer and. Giving their estimate and then doubling it because, you know. yeah, <laughs> being in that boat, like, yeah, yeah. I, it, as I said, like, and this was also in my reply to to the customer, I was like, hey, first things first, like, it's super hard to, like, even for me to judge the estimate yeah. is near impossible because I have no idea. Like, your application could be the crappiest code base right. of all times, right. and of course, yeah. it will take forever to. Yeah. to change anything on it yeah um so it's mm-hmm. yeah it's hard it's hard to estimate software it's even harder to estimate so, uh, uh, um <laughs> estimates another yeah another estimate yeah cool oh. hey so we celebrated um the first marketing email sent via user list last week right yeah um have there been any more sent since um no, 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 no additional marketing emails. Um, <laughs> but um, there's been uh, like one of our larger customers have has been sending a lot of a lot of broadcasts over the last week. Cool. Um, I think they have some planned maintenance, scheduled maintenance, something, and want uh-huh. to send like t- basically tell every customer about it. Yeah. yeah. And it once again became obvious that I need to work on. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily on our broadcast sending infrastructure but on our broadcast statistics infrastructure mm-hmm. um and it, did I, I probably talked about this a couple of times now um just like incrementing calendars on the broadcasts is a nightmare oh, right. Right. um so they sent like seventy thousand uh emails or so and like sending the email rendering and sending the emails was done within a couple of minutes, like less than an hour for sure. But like updating that counter on that row took like eight <laughs> or nine hours just yeah. because like 70,000 writes tried to right. access the same row at the same time and they all blocked each other and then timed out eventually. And 
Like it was an, it's it's a nightmare. So one of my to do lists for this week, uh, to do items on the to do list is um, fixing this and just like coming up with a sane solution that that updates the stats in 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 reasonable time. Yeah, um, reasonable. Man. Yeah. As I said, it's not the end of the world, but the problem, the biggest concern I have about this is like when people send a broadcast, it shows up in their UI as uh, delivering. And it will only it will only change to delivered once the stats are complete. So from the user perspective, even oh, though yeah. the emails are already sent out hours yes. ago, like it will still show as delivering for like eight hours or so. Yeah, until and that's all it. That just does look. It's just not nice. <laughs> yeah, doesn't I'd I'd rather have this like. Uh, be closer to reality and update within within minutes. So, yeah, yeah. that's on to do this for this week. Um, but yeah, I, I am sure the solution will be rather simple, and uh, just a matter of finally doing it. Yeah, well, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> well. So yeah, um, that's it from my side with updates. Do you have anything else? Well, okay, do, do we want to try to pull off this MicroConf remote meetup? Yes, yes, let's do it. Okay, let's try to pull it off. So, um, <laughs> chances are it will have already happened, though, by the time listeners are listening to this. So we're going to we'll, we'll promote this yeah. on Twitter. Okay. We would definitely promote this on Twitter as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and people will probably see it on Twitter before they s- listen to this on, in here, yes. but... Yeah. Uh, we will do a meetup in MicroConf Remote, like in the Gather Hangout thingy. Gather downtown. Yeah, 10 minutes after the last talk on Wednesday um, at the beach bar. We'll meet break and out beach bar. break Let's out beach it. bar. Yeah. We try to meet there and hang, hang out for a couple minutes. <laughs> see, see how it works. See how it goes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so after the... After the last talk tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, I'll see you there. Yeah. See you there. And I'm actually going to jump into the thing yep. right now. So, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, man. Good catching up. Yep. See Bye. you. Bye.